We out here. 9.07 p.m. Sending some invitations out, excuse me, to the podcast. You already know what it is. It's New Wave Podcast. We in the building. Hopefully everybody had a good day today, man. Um, I wanted to talk about some hip hop, but I said, nah, fuck that. I ain't sorry. I said, talk about enough hip hop. We could, we definitely could talk hip hop. We ain't gonna turn our cheek on hip hop, but we gonna talk. Um, we gonna talk about what we talking about today. Like I said, um, if you guys got the, if you guys got the um alert, I was gonna talk. I wanted to talk about HBCUs. A lot of people don't know what HBCUs are. Historically black colleges. And the top recruits are athletes joining these HBCUs. How important it is for them to join. You know, Carmelo Anthony even said it. He said, and Melo went to, Melo went to um, Syracuse, right? Syracuse is a major university. But, and I know Carmelo has no regrets. He's a national championship winner. He's a champion. He's a champion in college, right? Now, what if Carmelo Anthony went to Hampton University? Or Virginia Union? Or what if LeBron James chose to go to college but go to an HBCU? Like, um... Grambling State. You know that would have changed the dynamics of sports. It would have changed the way the system looks at us. It, you know, because these big universities got money. They have billions of dollars. Billions of dollars stashed away. They're um, non-profits. They don't have to um, do the things that other businesses do with their money. They have this. They have money. So with that, with them by them having all this money, they can lure the athletes to their program, and they can promise these athletes winning college careers. They can throw all types of stuff at them. You seen he got game, or um, that's the movie, right? He got game with Ray Allen, Jesus Shuttlesworth. If you watch that movie, the colleges were trying to lure him in with all types of shit. And that's basically what they do to these young men. That's basically what they do to these young men that's coming up. They go and they they grab them. They go, they 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 lure it, they they weasel their way in the home. Like for instance, let's make an example. Duke Blue Devils, Mike Krzyzewski. We ain't even gonna get to Kentucky. Let's stick right here. Let's stay right here. Duke Blue Devils got Zion Williamson. Zion would have wanted wanted to go to Clemson. That's his neighborhood. That's in his area, right? But what if Zion but do you think if if a HBCU team school had the money that Duke has? Do you think Zion would have went to that HBCU? You know what I'm saying? They give these kids, they don't give these kids just scholarships. They give these kids the bag. 
at an early age. But then when the kids go pro, they on their own. So now when you go pro, you know, because people going to dig in. They're going to dig in. They're going to try to find out what's going on with your life. And like Chris Webber and all them boys and the, the Fab Five, they're going to be, because you, when you're in school, you can't even take gifts from nobody. You can't take sneakers. Like if I'm, if, if my boy is going to the basket, if my boy plays for Providence and I'm giving him sneakers, just to give him, like, yo, my man, you know, here, take these forces, take these phones. That's illegal. That's illegal. Not saying that you could do it at an HBCU or nothing like that, right? But what I'm saying is that I think they should stick to. I think the. I think it's smart for these young athletes to stay in the circle, and instead of making it like a like a unknown, a unknown thing, a unknown thing, because a lot of people don't even know what HBCUs are. People like what? What the fuck is that? An all black college? They don't even understand that there are all black colleges out there. You know, so if our top athletes from the neighborhood go to these go to these schools, what does it mean for God for schools like Florida, Miami? You know, Miami's school program is all black kids anyway. Majority is African American young men. So what if they flip the script and they say, yo, you know what? Nah, we good. We ain't doing that. Now, which leads me to talk about the two highest recruits coming out of high school, Mikey Williams, who's considering going to an HBCU. They're going to persuade him to stay. They're going to persuade him to go to like a school like Kentucky. See, and like I said, we didn't talk about Kentucky yet. Or what about the young boy, McCaw Maker? He's going to Howard. He just twisted the game on everybody. He said, nah, I'm going to Howard University, D.C. He changed the whole narrative of sports. The young man changed the whole narrative. And you know the people, they try to threaten him. They said, well, you're not going to be a high draft pick if you go there. If you come here, you'll be a high draft pick. You'll play in the NCAA tournament, blah, 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 blah. You know, they try to scare him with that. I mean, that shit don't make no... That shit ain't shit. NCAA tournament, like, who cares? Most of the young boys rather play in Dykeman than play in the NCAA tournament. They get more kicks out of playing in New York City than playing for college basketball. They rather play in Rucker Park. It's not exciting. I talk to plenty of basketball players, and I tell dudes, yo, I'm from Brooklyn. They, oh, shit, for real? You ever been to Gersh in East New York? I, shit, I've been to Gersh plenty of times. That shit is fascinating to them. And these is dudes that's playing in front of thousands of people. But they don't want that. They don't give a fuck about that shit. They like, man, look, my mom picked this school for me. I ain't even want to go here. 
My mom, you know, they gave me a scholarship, full ride. I had to come. I'd rather be in Brooklyn right now. Because it's because that's what basketball is all about to them. That's what they think. These guys want to be like Allen Iverson, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. They want to be like Tracy McGrady. They don't want to go to fucking school where a bunch of preppy kids is at. They don't want to go to motherfucking school. They don't really they really don't want to do that. But see these recruiters get in their parents' head. Kentucky, John Calipari. This guy recruits every top athlete coming out of high school. Brings them to Kentucky, makes them play one year, sends them to the NBA. He got a promising track record. He has a promising track record. I could, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall and just sit there and listen to how this guy talks to these parents. What do you offer these kids that make them say, nah, I'm going to go to Kentucky? Who the fuck wants to go to Kentucky to live and play basketball? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know what I'm saying? You know they throw a little bit of chicken at these kids. You know they throw some chicken at these kids. They giving them parents. They gifting these parents. They giving these kids a lot. But see, these HBCUs can't compete with these big universities because, like I said, these big universities have billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. You can type this shit in Google and see how much the schools got, how much schools got in the stash. These do these schools got real estate. They buy the neighborhoods. So my thing is like, should should these young men from our community? I'm talking about these guys are from our community. They're one of us. They're like us, Hispanic and black. They young men. Should we go to, should we skip over these other schools and send our kids to HBCUs? You know? Clark Atlanta. Me personally, I think we should do it. I, I'm in Car, I'm with, I'm with Carmelo on this. I think we should do it. I think we should flood, because. Why not learn? They're teaching us about us. You know, we can get our education through African-American colleges and we can be successful. They don't tell you the story about the success rate in these schools. It's a high success rate. You don't see a lot of bullshit coming out of these schools. Yeah, they party. Yeah, they dance and they step. They have fun. But it's not a lot of craziness going on. It's not a lot of... Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me be nice. There's not a lot of sexual assaults. There's not a lot of hazing going on. Not, not, not trying to point the finger at no schools. You know, I work for a real good school, and none of that goes on. 
I don't want to say none. I want to say about 85%. I say 90%. It's clean. But you got to think, this is not a school that our school that I work for is not a school like Texas A&M. Or Ole Miss. Or Miami University. There's a bunch of nerds that work where I work. These kids are in the books. They study. They don't take they don't take school lightly. They take that shit serious. Athletics to them is like really nothing. They rather graduate than just play basketball. You know. Shout out to everybody that goes to that school. Because I've seen the work ethic. It's different. It's not like these schools that I'm naming. The athletics. We can't even speak athletics unless you're talking about women's basketball or lacrosse. But in my opinion, my humble opinion, I think it would be a smart move for more young African-American men and women to go the HBCU route. Because, you know, we need more, we need more of us out there in business, in law. We need more of our history being taught. You know, do you think our history is being taught in Stanford? You think a Stanford professor is teaching our history? Like a Howard professor is teaching that history? I think a Howard professor is teaching that history a little more. You know, they're not going to just sit there and be biased about shit. They're going to be like, you know, like, this is what happened. This is what happened. And not and t- and almost I, I say t- t- about seven out of ten times you're gonna deal with somebody that lived through it that has experience. I'd rather get my knowledge from somebody that got experience being black than somebody that don't got experience being black. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing you can really tell me if you ain't been in my shoes. You can probably say what you feel but you can't teach me how to be black or or hispanic or spanish or whatever you are latino you can't teach that coming from another race you just can't teach that you can't tell me how to move through spanish harlem you can't tell me how to move through um through through the bronx through the south bronx you can't tell me about my ancestors Especially if you ain't got no connection. You got to have a connection with us. So I agree with the kids going to the HBCUs. I agree with that. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I think that they, I think, why not? You know, don't be afraid to take a, don't be afraid to, to change. To change the narrative, I'm saying. Like the kid McCore Maker. Don't be afraid to change the narrative because what they want you to do is follow the script that they provided for you. Read this, eat this, and do this. They want you to follow their guidelines to life, man. That's not how it should be. It's not how it's supposed to be. Every athlete that comes from our inner city doesn't have to get their education. You know, we got doctors, we got lawyers too. 
you know, change the narrative, basically what I'm saying. Change the narrative, man. Nobody's going to look at you funny because you go to a fucking school with everybody that looks like you. Can you imagine being the only kid, at the only black kid at a school like Brigham Young? These motherfuckers like, what do you what are you there for? How did they even recruit you to go to a school like that? It's all white Mormons there. And you the only fucking black guy playing basketball standing out like a sore thumb. It really don't make no sense. And you see this all the time in colleges. You see this all the time. You see this all the time. It's tiring. You know, my, I, would, I, I think my son got my son got this. As far as my kids go, they got these choices. You know, I'm gonna help them with their choices, right? But as far as school goes, you if you want to go to HBCU, you going. All you gotta do is say that's what I want to do. We we out. We doing it. Even if they, my son said, my, my, you know what I'm saying, my son said he want to go to, like, UCLA. I'm going to be like, come on, dog, like, you know what I'm saying? We could figure something else out. But if he's strong and firm on that, I'm going to tell him, go ahead, do your thing, man. I'm not going to argue and I'm not going to break his spirit. But I would want him to go to a, a school like Howard University. You know, you got Coppin State. You got plenty of these schools out there where he can where he can get where he can where he can get an education that's just as good as one of those schools. Only thing you're doing is paying more money. That's all you're doing is paying more money to go to one of those big time schools. You're just paying more money. Um, shout out to everybody, all the young men that's thinking about um, college, all the athletes that's trying to figure it out, and that they, you know, they don't want to seem like they forced and pressed. Like, you know, what I'm saying, I know it could be a struggle. Your parents is getting a lot of peer pressure because adults go through peer pressure too. They want to know if they're making the right decision for their children. You know what I'm saying? They want to know if they're making the right choice. Sometimes it could be rough, but that's why you need. Somebody that got a lot of wisdom in your corner and like a lot of knowledge. And it ain't going to be no pushover. And you ain't going to sit on my couch and tell me what, my, what you got for my son. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to do that. You ain't going to bully your way into getting my athlete to your school. Today, Deshaun Jackson, he had a situation. Deshaun Jackson from the Eagles. He said some stuff. Talking crazy. He was just being him. He was just saying what he wanted to say. But my thing is this that we're not gonna make this about Deshaun Jackson, right? Deshaun Jackson apologized, right? It's honorable. It's honorable for a man to apologize, right? I don't feel nothing wrong. I don't think nothing wrong with apologizing. But what I'm saying is this, right? Deshaun Jackson typed some shit about Hitler and all this crazy shit and black lives and all this stuff. 
And then he got flack for it and he apologized. We're not gonna go in, we're not gonna go in on Deshaun Jackson, because I'm a fan of Deshaun Jackson. He's alright. I've been in plenty of spaces with Deshaun Jackson. I've been to parties, I seen him, I walked past him, I dapped him, shit like that. Nothing. We not buddies or nothing like that. But his character is pretty he got pretty decent character. He's a humble, nice guy, right? My thing is this, celebrities, see, we're not going to bully just Deshaun Jackson. We're going to talk about them as a whole. Celebrities, y'all have a platform. You guys do what we can't do. Y'all have a voice that we don't have. You guys are able to stand up there and say what's on your mind. Say what the fuck y'all feel. Y'all got money. Y'all got all this bread. When you say something, stand on that shit. Don't apologize. Don't be like, yo, I should have never said that. Nah, we don't want to hear that shit. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't get up there. Don't use your platform to say one thing and just sit, get it out there and say, yo, my bad. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have never said that. I, I hurt so many people's feelings. I hurt so many people. See, to me, I said apologies are honorable thing, right? But it's all about how you apologize and what you're apologizing for. If I spaz out on my man and shit and me and him chilling and I'm arguing, I'm like, damn, my nigga, like, what the fuck, man? Why are you acting like a little bitch? And then the next day I say, yo, you know what? My bad, son. I got a little shit. Shit was on my mind. My fault. That's an honorable apology. I respect that. But don't shit on motherfuckers blatantly and then fix your goddamn face to apologize after you said the shit already. Damage done. Why are you apologizing for something you did? You did that shit on purpose, dog. You did that shit on purpose, dog. You did that shit so people could say your name and so you could be out there and shit. You did that shit on purpose, man. And that goes for all these celebrities. Y'all do shit the fucked up way. It's almost like y'all in a it's like it's almost like y'all being some y'all being some bitches. You know? Yeah, man, like, come on, dog. Like, you motherfuckers is out here. Y'all got the biggest platform. Y'all have what we want, a voice to say shit. You see? We got to sit here and do all these fucking podcasts and shit. And y'all motherfuckers are celebrities. And y'all got the, y'all in the room full of these motherfuckers. Y'all neck to neck, y'all arm to arm with these dudes. 
Y'all able to get up in these people's face, man. And say shit that we want y'all to say. But you celebrities use your platform. Like I don't even know. It's like y'all got it's like y'all almost it's like y'all so weak. It's like they give y'all a bag and then they say, yo, look, man. Just don't diss us. But you I got this, you know, you got the bread. We good. We good, right? You want that money to keep coming? Just keep doing what you do. Keep calling your neighborhood people niggers. Keep putting guns in your raps. Y'all not apologizing to us for that shit. How you apologize to these people for the shit to when they get offended, we should be offended. We should be offended every fucking day. We, I'm offended that y'all apologizing for shit. I'm very offended that y'all are even saying sorry to people. You motherfuckers are coming up on some gangster shit and then apologize on some whole shit. You ain't, that, that apology is not the shit that I respect. I don't respect that apology. I, I honestly like Deshaun Jackson. He apologized to his fans. I respect that. I, I know some of your fans, you, you do things for your fans. You're for, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the fans, right? But I'm talking about every other celebrity. The Kanye Wests. You see Donald Trump apologizing for shit? This motherfucker disrespects every fucking body walking. White people, black people, Asian people, Hispanic people, mix every fucking body. Did you ever hear Donald Trump say, I apologize? No. He stands on that shit. Whatever he say, his feet is firm. I said it, so fuck what? What's happening? Who going to put blood in my mouth? Who going to do something to me? You know, he's not worried about you motherfuckers. He's not worried about none of you people. He disrespects the shit out of every fucking body. Foreigners should be like, God damn it, what the fuck? Right, right. Yeah, he didn't. Exp he not. Exp he not apologize. He's explaining what he meant. He not apologizing for nothing. So why the hell? So if he not apologizing, why you motherfuckers is apologizing for every goddamn thing? Snoop Dogg disrespect Gail apology. I'm not apologizing to you. I'm not apologizing to you. No, you're going to come on the motherfucking podcast and we're going to talk face to face. That's what Snoop should have said. He got, a, he got a podcast. He talks. He talks on it. He got a platform. He could have called Gail up. Or matter of fact, you could have went on Gail's show. Gail, listen, what you said was disrespectful. You know that was disrespectful. Why would you even say some shit like that? So now she can explain, say why she said it, and then he could tell her again. 
But listen, you violated. You black just like us. Why would you disrespect the, the, the boy like that? He's dead. And now Gail got to explain herself. You ain't got to apologize to Gail for calling her no bitch. No the fuck you don't, dog. As many fucking girls you called a bitch in a hoe and you poured... You the same guy that poured beer on a girl in your video. It's no way you can apologize to no lady like that. It's crazy. It's crazy. You dudes are apologizing for dumb shit like y'all children. Like I say my son, my son do something crazy, he hit his brother... Go apologize. Y'all doing that type of shit. Like children, man. Like y'all motherfuckers little ass kids, man. And being ran by the universe. You not even moving the energy. The energy is fucking taking you other places. You not the wave, dog. Y'all not the wave. Y'all not the wave, dog. Y'all not the wave, dog. And I want these people to understand this shit, man. Y'all not the wave, man. Y'all sit here and disrespect people. Y'all talk about girls. Y'all talk about women. Y'all talk about fucking shooting people and busting guns and all this crazy shit. I ain't never hear Harvey Weinstein apologize. And he's a piece of shit. This motherfucker need to apologize. You motherfuckers got to have an attitude that's firm in this fucking movement. Because this shit ain't momentarily. This shit is a movement. This shit is changing. We trying to change the narrative of what's going on. How these people perceive us, man. And y'all saying shit that y'all would say around us if we was in the street. Y'all talking bar talk. But now when you talk that bar talk, you got to apologize for the shit? No, nigga, lie, motherfucker, talk that shit. Talk that shit. If they don't want you to catch no more footballs, dog, you made enough millions to fall the fuck back. Fuck it. You ain't got to catch the ball no more. Y'all motherfuckers know they got other leagues for y'all to play in? They got CFL. They got XFL. They got all types of crazy shit. But you think you got to be a fucking slave to the NFL. They got their picks, dog. They got their picks. They pick and choose who they want to be on top, man. Drew Brees. Drew Brees did a fake apology. I would expect Drew Brees, Drew Brees did a, a I don't even give a fuck apology. That motherfucker was supposed to apologize the day he said that shit. Ain't nobody fucking crucified Drew Brees. Raleigh Cooper from the Philadelphia Eagles a few years ago was at a party. He said, nigga, loud. So you can hear it. N-I-G-G-E-R. They gave that motherfucker a whole new contract. 
They didn't make him do no fucking public apology. They said it will never happen again. That's the difference between them and them. Because see me, I can't be famous. Because I wouldn't be famous. Because I fucking toss some desk around. Fuck that. I ain't apologizing to no fucking body. Take that fucking money and get the fuck out of my face. I'm not doing it. I said what the fuck I said. Stand on that shit. You motherfuckers is grown ass men and women. Y'all got to stop acting like little bitches. Real shit. Because we need motherfuckers in this. We need motherfuckers that's, that's firm. That got that position. That, or just don't say nothing at all. How about that? Just shut up. Just tweet highlights. That's it. Just tweet your highlights. Just sit at your phone and tweet you catching the ball. Or Snoop and all you motherfuckers sit at your desk and just tweet memes all day. But just don't say shit. Just don't say shit. No more. No more. We don't need to hear that shit. We don't need to hear that shit. We really don't. We really don't. Honestly, we don't need to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. I just want to hear doggy style. That's it. I want to hear the chronic. That's it. I want to watch football and watch you fucking dancing in the end zone. If you're going to be a bitch and you're going to apologize and say all this crazy shit before you apologize, I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear it, dog. Say what you want to say. Ain't no I'm sorry after that. Ain't no I'm sorry after that. It's fuck you. That's it. That's the bottom line. And what these dudes don't understand is that, see, what I think it is is that these guys, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna put no hood involved in this shit. Cause obviously these dudes come from the hood, right? But you motherfuckers forgot where y'all came from. You need to go back and be around some niggas instead of being around all these fucking people that's going to be like, oh, look at your bracelet. It's so cute. You need to be around some motherfuckers that's going to scare you, man. That's going to shake you the fuck up. You walk around with that chain on, that shit like this. It ain't out here black shining and shit. No, you need to, you need to go in some hostile environments again. So you can understand what growing up was all about. Because I bet you you wasn't apologetic in high school, in college. But you let these white people tell you to apologize. Because I'm telling you, it wasn't no black person that told them to apologize. It was a bunch of white men with suits that told them to apologize. He went into the room. It was probably one black guy in there. He sat all the way in the back by the coffee machine. But he went into that room... And he's and they and they sat him down. They say, "Yo, what's good? You straight? You got something you want to get off your chest? What you said was un was unacceptable. We don't we don't we don't go by those rules here. We need you to apologize. 
Look at the video when he apologized how, how sorry he looked. Like, he looked like a little-ass boy. Like, it looked like grown fucking men with money was talking to him. Like, motherfucker, if you fuck this up, that'd be your last time you catch a ball in this league. See, he was talking to billionaires. Well, he took the tweet, he took the Instagram post down. He had said some things, he quoted Hitler and talking about the Jews and stuff like that. And um, he tried to reference it to what's going on out here now. And people was like, nah, man, what the fuck you talking about? You know, you can't be talking like that. Do you know what he did? You know what he stood for? Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? I feel disrespected. I feel violated. He honestly didn't mean no harm. And I know he didn't mean no harm. He didn't mean no harm. What he meant was what he meant. People going through some shit right now. They just don't want that boy to be the face of any, any controversy. They don't want him talking that shit. But I want him to talk that shit. I need that. I need that. I need to hear that from everybody. I need to hear that from Jay-Z. I need to hear that from fucking um, Kim Kardashian, Beyonce. I need to hear that shit from all y'all motherfuckers. Yeah, Kodak was... I seen that shit. I, seen, I don't remember exactly, but I seen it. But his shit was like... You could tell he ain't give a fuck. He ain't give a fuck. He ain't give a flying fuck. That's the kind of shit these dudes gotta be on some shit like that. Like, the boy doesn't give a fuck. You know he ain't give a shit. Kodak Black is a funny little motherfucker. That's, and honestly speaking, honestly speaking, since we talking, since you mentioned his name, they need people like him in music. They need people like him. With the ski mask going on the Breakfast Club. They need outspoken people like him. That's gonna just blurt shit out. And say whatever the fuck he wanna say. And ain't nobody did shit to him. Still. This New Wave podcast. That was husky. That was healthy. That was healthy, but you know what I need? I need I need for these entertainers to understand that we don't give a fuck about your money. We don't care about what you got. We don't care about your money. But we dealing with real life here. But what we need y'all to do is stand on y'all shit. Don't 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 backpedal. Not right now. Now's not the time to backpedal. Not when we got everybody with their hands up. Don't do that. Don't backpedal when these motherfuckers, the pressure's on. If you, if one of you motherfuckers backpedal, that shit speaks for all of us. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they screenshotted it. It was an Instagram post. It was an Instagram post. I'm pretty sure they screenshotted it. I'm going to get it. I'm going to send that shit to you.
But stand on y'all shit. Please stand on y'all shit. We need y'all in a major way now. It's repping time, dog. And shit is about to happen. We need y'all to be here for us. We need to know that y'all got our back. You know what I'm saying? We need to know that y'all got our back. When y'all say some shit, we got y'all back. But when y'all go crazy and apologize, it makes us look stupid. You know what I'm saying? Because now on the internet, all people can do is tweet their feelings and text their feelings and shit. Fuck their feelings. We need you to say that shit and stand on that shit. Fuck that. We need that energy. We need that energy. We need all the energy we can get. Because after this, if this is a one-shot deal, if this is a one-trick pony, I'm going under my blankets and I'm going to sleep. I ain't fucking with none of this shit no more. Real rap. Don't you fucking put no motherfucking black shit on my Facebook or uh, Instagram page and y'all motherfuckers ran in the fucking hole in the head. This is it. Fuck that shit. Don't do that shit. You Black Lives Matter motherfuckers, don't line your pockets with all this money and run. Don't start this bullshit and then leave. That'll be fucked up. That'll be fucked up. Keep the pressure going. Take down all these Confederate statues. Take down all these racist Christopher Columbus fucking bullet statues and shit and throw them shits in the middle of the fucking ocean and let them shit sink. Shark food. We don't want to see that shit around here no more. That shit been too long. We It's been years. We had to go years, years and years with these motherfucking people throwing that shit in our face. Every time we walk down the street we see some bullshit. A cop, a cop fucking um, flag with a blue stripe through it. Cop lives matter. And y'all the motherfuckers shooting the shit out of us and shit. We gotta go through this shit all the time. Confederate flags. Hanging motherfuckers in the trees and shit. It's like a slap in our face. Bow. A hard slap. It's like a slap in our face. Do you see us doing shit like that? You don't see in no black community do you see us having Ku Klux Klan members being beaten by gang members. Word. Word. Always matter, man. Like, motherfucker, when did we stop mattering? When the fuck did we stop mattering? And that's what I'm saying. Don't line your pockets with all this fucking bread and take that shit. And now we don't know where no fucking Black Lives Matter is at. Now, next time we see y'all is five years from now when another tragic moment happens. And now you motherfuckers want to start marching down the street and causing chaos. Because all this shit is is organized chaos. It's organized chaos. You motherfuckers come in, y'all do the bullshit, and then y'all leave. Get these fucking little skinny Al Sharpton motherfucker and these dudes, these old motherfuckers talking this crazy shit, and then they disappear on us. Back to the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? 
It's back to the bullshit. I'm telling you what the fuck is going to happen. I don't want it to happen, but this is what's going to happen. They're going to abandon us again. They're going to leave us stranded, and then they're going to say, oh, we're black people always doing this in the neighborhood. They always fucking shooting each other. That's because y'all motherfuckers ain't keep the momentum going. Even though it's violence now, still, black on black crime, we are work in progress right now. Shit got, shit got to happen. You got to be bad in order to be good. We a pro- it's a process, dog. But don't abandon us. Don't abandon our community. Y'all already came in our motherfucking neighborhood and torched the shit. Don't leave us with fucking ashes, dog. It's New Wave Podcast, man. We out here, man. I'm going to holler at y'all tomorrow. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And if you catch the rebroadcast, I appreciate you for listening. Um, you know the wave. You know the um, the links in the bio. If you're on Instagram, you want to hear that shit all over again, listen to it. Um, shout out to everybody, man. And don't be apologized for dumb shit. Just honor your family, honor your friends, and have some love in your heart towards people, and stand on your shit. That's real rap. New Wave Podcast, we out. Peace.